In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Selling a little? or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined in studio now by Tom Doyle, Conservatory Coordinator at Cork School of Music. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're having a busy time of it at the moment. I am. Um, <laughs> I was just saying it's um, a bit of an early start um, <laughs> on a Sunday morning. But um, yesterday, for example, uh, we had the final of our junior recital uh, competition and I'm about to run over to the school, print off programmes and head to the Crawford Art Gallery. We have our Music at Midday series. So three uh, string quartets and uh, actually I have to say two string quartets and a string quintet, otherwise I'll be told off um, <laughs> before him. At 12 o'clock, and that's the partnership that we have between the school and the Crawford Art Gallery, um, first Sunday of every month. So that'll be um, very exciting up in the long rooms. And it's free of charge as well, so if people are in the city and want to pop in for a bit of um, a bit of classical music at uh, lunchtime at 12 o'clock, they're more than welcome. So already a busy weekend, a lot of music happening with the school. And uh, you're heading into another busy, I suppose, week and weekend. A uh, big one next weekend. The uh, Cork School of Music Symphony Orchestra performing. It's the 29th Irish Association of Youth Orchestras Festival. And it's at the National Concert Hall. And as I say, it's next weekend, the 10th of February, next Saturday. I suppose, tell us, like, how are preparations going for this one? Uh, great. Um, so the the orchestra are in the final um, rehearsal stages now with uh, conductor Karen Nivrian and going to perform the Firebird Suite by uh, Stravinsky, which is um, no small feat for any orchestra, youth orchestra or, or an established symphony orchestra. Um, so they, they performed it uh, last November in the school, um, along with two other uh, pieces that featured concerto um, uh, concerto winners from competitions we had the previous year. But it's a wonderful opportunity when, you know, when you've spent so much time um, investing in, in a particular work that you get a second go at it. You know, sometimes with, say, music production, theatre productions, you get one show and that's it. It's very ephemeral. It, it moves on. So it's wonderful that um, the orchestra can have a, another go at it and on the national stage as, as well as part of the, the Festival of uh, Youth Orchestras. 
You mentioned Karen there and mm. coming into, I suppose, work with an orchestra like this. Give us a flavour, I suppose, of how it all comes together for, I suppose, for there's many out there that maybe mightn't understand when an orchestra comes together and you get someone like Karen in. What's the time frame like there? Well, uh, the orchestra have been working with a number of different conductors over the um, the past year. Um, they started working with uh, Patrick Rafter and John O'Brien was also in. And actually, John will be working uh, with the orchestra towards the, the choral festival. And we'll be doing the opening nights, uh, the symphony orchestra and the Fleischmann Choir. And uh, and then Karen's come in. Uh, she would, went to the uh, the first rehearsal last Tuesday and we'll be meeting the orchestra again on Friday and then... Three buses, two vans and 85 musicians will be <laughs> trekking up on Saturday morning, hopefully uh, arriving in one piece and, and we just put it all together and it's, it's great. It's, um, it, that, that electricity and that energy is, is, is something I think us all uh, musicians and artists just feed off as well. You know, I think there's nothing like a, a climax to, to kind of get an artist going. You know, <laughs> we're never great with them. Um, with, with, well, with deadlines, we leave it right up to the last possible moment. Well, I say for myself anyway, but I'm sure many other um, of those involved in the, in, in the arts and culture probably feel the same. So, What's the atmosphere like? You mentioned there, the buses, the vans all heading up the road together. What's it like to travel like that together? And like, is there a bit of kind of crack and, you know, a bit of fun on the way up when you're traveling away to perform at these concerts? Absolutely. I think it's going to be madness, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was um, there with the head of Department of Orchestral Studies, uh, Kian O'Doul, and just putting the final preparations together and trying to, to work out. Because, um, I mean, moving 85 um, people is, is not a not an easy thing to do. And 85 people with instruments as well. So we, with the likes of four or five double basses and about 11 cellos, there's a harp going up um, as well in another van. There's all bits of percussion. Uh, and then talking about all the violins and the flutes and the oboes and the brass instruments, you know, there's a lot going up there. And it's it's a wonderful age group. Uh, so a mixture of our conservatoire part-time provision. Um, so those still in, say, secondary school, maybe transition year, fifth year, sixth year. And those who are in, say, the early years of um, uh, third level as well who might not be studying music in addition to those who are studying say on the, the Bachelor of Music course or maybe the MA in performance at the School of Music so everywhere from about 16 to 23 um, so a very a very dynamic group if I can put that diplomatically <laughs> I love it and heading up to perform like on a national stage it's something that they're always going to remember it's a great mm. start as well as you mentioned aged from 16 to 23 so it's going to be I suppose great for them as I say a great start and something that are always going to remember absolutely um I I remember my own time being up on the um, National Concert Hall stage and dare I say it about 20 years ago now <laughs> at this point um, I had um, started studying the uh, the double bass it was a scholarship through Wexford uh, Symphonia so I was playing with the County Wexford Youth Orchestra at the time uh, under Vicky Clancy now Vicky Barron um, and yeah no I remember the Saturday morning trekking up from uh, the, you know, the countryside of Wexford and up we go on to the National Concert, uh, Concert Hall stage and it's those sort of events that um, really stick with you, really resonate as well. And, you know, I can, like even, as I said, 20 years later, um, it's scary to say that, but <laughs> there you go. Um, I can still remember it. I can still remember being on stage. Um, don't ask me what we played, but I do remember we had to, um, the cellos and me on double bass, had to swing our instruments around during one jazzy piece. So uh, uh, it was, um, yeah, very memorable. And as I said, 
all these years later, um, it, it still resonates with me, still sticks with me. And I know that will be the same for those who may not have performed on the National Concert Hall uh, stage um, before. So it's a lovely marker in their uh, musical development. You mentioned the double bass for yourself and we've heard about the, the oboe, the, the, the cello and mm. all that. How, like, can you put us in the picture of how, let's say, you decide to write double bass as my instrument? Like, how does that work? Do you just decide you get a feel for one of the instruments and that's, it just develops from there? Um, I don't know. I think I was the fool in Wexford that decided <laughs> to take up the double bass, if I might. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because I had... You know, just it was all through kind of word of mouth, and as I said, the Wexford Symphonia had um, been donated a double bass through Celtic Linen. It was kind of one of their business partners, and they were looking for someone to to learn the instrument as well. Uh, keyboard and piano is my main uh, my main instrument, and um, I remember my mum looking at me when I said, "Oh, do you know, I have a scholarship for the double bass," and we had a Opal Courser at the time. So the double bass would just about fit with the, the top of it on the dashboard. So Mam had to end up getting a Ford estate then. Just so in order to <laughs> to fit the double bass on one side now, we, we had a, a number of dogs as well. So that was another excuse to, to upgrade the car. But um, I think, especially from my uh, keyboard days, um, the piano can be a very uh, solitary instrument. You, you know, it's more designed for solo work and I, as, as years have gone on, I've delved more into accompaniment as well, and I enjoy that idea of making music with others. It's also got me involved in theatre and opera um, as well. Um, and, but one of the great things about the, the string instruments, the brass instruments, the woodwind and, and the percussion is that you're always part of an ensemble. You, you know, you're part of an orchestra, you're part of a band. So there's that wonderful social aspect to, um, uh, to, to playing with, uh, with other people. So... Um, yeah, and I, I think probably from that moment, from picking up the double bass as I look back, because uh, I now delve into conducting a music direction, it, it was probably from that moment, you, you know, that's it's led me to where I am now, which is... Uh, it's quite profound when I think about it now on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's lovely to hear it though. And you mentioned the word ensemble there. Mm. And I suppose we should mention that you'll be performing along with a lot of other um, orchestras as well next Saturday. So it's going to be a real musical treat next Saturday for people who are going along. And uh, for people who do want to go along, is there? do you know if there's tickets available? If they'll look out for where to find those. Absolutely. Um, so... I was checking last night. I think there are a handful of tickets still available on the National Concert Hall website, so nch.ie, um, and it's the 7.30 performance um, that the School of Music... So there's two performances, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. So there's four orchestras playing uh, at both, and we're the last one on the uh, on the um, Saturday evening. So they're kind of closing it out with the, the Firebird Suite. Um, it's, uh, as I said, it's a great piece and a great kind of rousing finish as well. So uh, delighted to, to finish proceedings. Oh, well, that's fantastic, Tom. Come here. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. And best of luck with the final preparations. Mind all those instruments. I will do. <laughs> <laughs> when you're heading up. And a best of luck to everyone involved. And I suppose the main thing is to enjoy it. Thank you so much, Tom. Bye. Thank you very much. Thanks a million. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.